Well, ladies and gentlemen, fuck it. I, I, listen, we've been gone for a while. This is my brother's keeper. I'm CEO Hayes. I'm joined by the prodigal one, my brother JB. What's going on, bro? What's going on, Hayes? MBK's back in the building. <laughs> we told you guys. I hope you guys didn't miss us too much because we told you this is not necessarily going to be weekly. We're here when we got shit to talk about. And Lord knows we got some shit to talk about today. Uh, so do you want to save the election debacle for later or do you want to get it out the way jb what you want to do i'm gonna let you decide when we talk about it. we can either start with it or we can end with it one of the two let's let's just let's just jump in there right let's now jump in it. all right so as everyone no Vaseline to quote to quote ceo <laughs> as everyone should fucking know at this point there was a presidential election in america where we uh reside and it has not failed we're what five days post no no, we're three days post-election already. Uh, it feels like it's been a fucking eternity. Um, all signs are pointing to Joe Biden, Joe Biden pulling this out and being the next president of the United States. There's actually, there's a press conference scheduled for tonight as of this recording. So if we don't mention any, because we post the next day and, and whatever, don't crucify us for not talking about it because we try to give it to you as, as quick as we can. But since then, there's been... a alleged voter fraud um saying the democrats are trying to steal the steal the election all coming from president trump and his people with not a single shred of evidence to any of this all this is like blown up on social media i can only imagine what other countries are thinking we can't even get a fucking election right what do you think about all this jb well regardless of where i stand on all of this Mm -hmm. i think the most important thing is the last sentence that you said, all I can think about and all I've been thinking about for the last two days, I know it's been going on longer, but you know, I was kind of in it for a little bit, but for the last 24 to 48 hours, all I'm thinking of, why does America always have to look like a joke in these type of instances? The other countries I know, cause I have friends in other countries in UK and Canada in Australia, they're legitimately looking at it as like fucking jokes. We can't even get a friggin' count done. Yeah. Everything has it's so ridiculous that we, and I posted this on social media that we are the greatest nation on the fucking planet. Yet there's so many things that we do that that we look so silly doing it. And what pisses me off too is people. people there are actually people out there saying, "Oh, the reason why they can't get the votes counted is because Donald Trump wasn't a great president." What the fuck does that have to do with Donald Trump? Really, really and truly, what does that have to do with Donald Trump? Well, so. I hope you're not. not one it of those does have tweets. some. And, and this is what I mean by this. He spent so much time trying to fight the fact of mail in voting, knowing that there was a. And let me say, first of all, election counting is done per the state level. So it's not all laid at the, at the feet Correct. of Donald Trump. So that's I want to make sure I'm not I'm saying that. But I'm saying as if he would have embraced a this election probably would have been all this craziness would have been over with if he would have embraced Ow. the fact that 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 melon votes were going to be a huge thing during this pandemic he could have given states more help and prepared better and to give 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 them more everybody so they're basically using the regular absentee method for this but it's so much more volume the states could have prepared for this that's why i said it's not all on donald trump but a better leader even one percent is on donald trump bro a better leader could have very well prepared people more for this his whole base was he wanted he the reason why he fought the whole thing on Melon is because he knew he was going to contend Melon voting because it was mainly going to be a democratic thing. You can't just ignore the fact that it's not any part on him as the leader of this country. He could have, he could have gotten with these leaders in these States and try to create something that would have been better. Not saying it would have been perfect either, but it could have very well been better. But again, this goes back to a whole bunch of other things. You yourself said it, it's on a state level. So, yeah. It, it was up to the states, the governors, the mayors, the whomevers, the local leaders to figure out a way. Not only that, something needs to be done. And this is something that, you know, a lot of people talk, talk shit about Donald Trump. I understand. I don't want to go into how he's handled COVID. He's done some shit that's been totally fucking stupid and some stuff that has been OK. However, we've never dealt with a pandemic like this mm-hmm. in, in the modern era, right? In the modern era. So it's hard to predict how to go about doing this. I, obviously, common sense should prevail in some things, which I'll be the first to admit, Donald Trump lacked in a lot of that in certain areas of COVID. However, now that we've seen what kind of fucking debacle this is, mm-hmm. something needs to be done where in future that what mail-in ballots should be due 
a week before the fucking actual election because it's this is going to happen all the time now. I understand this is unprecedented because there was millions and millions of million voting, mm. but we don't know it, in the future what may happen if there's a fucking another thing like this or people are just lazy. They don't want to go out and vote or whatever. I myself went out on election day and voted and I have from the moment I turned 18, I went and voted in every election. Obama's second term when I went to go vote. I was in in the line maybe for 10 minutes. It was the fastest vote. And I voted on election day. Mm. And it was the fastest vote ever. On this vote, I think the total time of me parking my car, going, placing my vote, triple checking everything, and walking back to my car, it was probably maybe 10 minutes. Yeah, I, I went straight in and out Yeah, on and, election day. And uh, At least in every... And I voted now at this point in two different states. And... It's it's over my life, not in this election, because God knows the people who <laughs> are just waiting to jump on that shit. Um, <laughs> exactly. And uh, over the course of my life, uh, I vote. I voted in two different states, and it's always been smooth. I've never run into issue where I'm like there hours. Like you said, I think at the longest I was ever in there was maybe thirty minutes, and that's only because now where I live, I live in a area that's predominantly a bunch of old ass people, so they just uh-huh. move slow. Um, exactly. so yeah, uh, Carrie Bush was my longest. I was in line for about an hour, hour and a half, maybe. Okay, okay, yeah. So that 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 that's that's been my experience. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think now now that they've now that they because it's it's a catch twenty two, right? Because now we've shown that we that people can vote, and I mean, look when you see a record turnout of voters, part of that is because people can do it from the privacy of their own home, which um, was great to see. Which yeah, it's it's great to see. So if this is going to be something that they are going to start extending going forward in presidential elections or in state elections, whatever type of elections to open up voting from home more as a possibility, they absolutely have to figure this out. Otherwise, if we're going to go back to everything pre pandemic, then things will probably go back and, and be cool. But if it like you said, something needs to be needs to be done where this voting could be counted faster. Now, I get it. Poll workers are at an all-time low. The majority of poll right. workers nationally are older, are the older community because they right. have the time. A lot of them did not come back because of the fear of COVID and being in the public. So there's a lot of things working ag- against it to where this is so goddamn crazy. Um, and that's why I said, even in my critique of, of Trump not being the best leader, and I think that some of this issue was he, not that necessarily he caused it, but I think because of what, what he, what, his personal opinions on and how it affe- how it would affected the way he ran of not wanting the mail in votes. I don't think that he was on top of trying to really give anything. But absolutely, for the people who are just saying and blaming it on Trump, you need to first realize that elections are handled at the state level, not the federal level. It's at the state level, and so each state has their own process. Each state has their and some of these votes that are caught that are coming in were they did get them a week or more in advance they just weren't allowed to count them beforehand which i can understand could you imagine the the accusations of voter fraud if they were able to count the the mail-ins beforehand and then things went this way you know they're already saying people were dropping off ballots then they'll easily would have been able to say well they knew that they were coming in behind just off the mail-in so they started doing fraud so it's it's never going to be a perfect system but we can definitely make it better and that's my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I agree with you. But I mean, it's really weird to see like in some certain states like fucking Nevada, for example. I mean, I'm in Florida. My The state I reside in currently uh, for the past since 1999 has been Florida. We are the joke of the country when it comes to elections. And not only did were we able to count our shit on time, we were we were. Our shit was done early. Normally, Florida is always a fucking debacle, mm-hmm. but we actually did good this year. And if Florida can do it, I don't see how why like a place like Nevada, for example. But and Florida, we're we, the 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 state is riddled with fucking older people. This is the retirement capital of the world yeah. of the country, I should say. But they were able to get shit done. But anyway, it sounds like I'm bitching. I don't want to bitch. It's just that. I don't want to see people blame Biden or Trump or really anybody for this. It's I don't I don't want to see people blame anybody for this, even though I'm also bl- doing a little bit of blaming as well, because it is unprecedented times as well. But I'm just hoping in the future shit can be can be figured out. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm hot all over this because I heard something today 
where um and I don't want to say who this is, who it is or whatever, but it's a girl I know who whom I respect and you know and everything and um she was saying like you know what um Jay I'm I'm never going to California, and I'm like why and they're like there's just a bunch of libs there, and I'm like well, what makes you say and they're like oh don't you see like how much people voted for um for uh, Biden and I'm like so based on what the people in California electoral votes did you're not gonna go to California. She's like, no, I'm like, have you ever been to California? Do you know how nice, how many amazing things are to see there? She's like, no, I'm not going. And I'm like, what the, like, is this what it's come to? Bro, we live in a world where people are so, they they make decisions and judgments on things that they've never experienced. They've never been through. They don't really know what the fuck they're talking about. Like, And that's a lot of people um, in regards to that. One thing that I do want to say with this, and I know, you know, we talked a little bit about voter voter fraud and everything, is that in my opinion, I think that while a lot of it had to be it had to be a lot of Republicans, because if you look at the way the Senate and the House worked out, Republicans picked up wins. I really think people were just tired of Trump. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this question, uh and I want you to be real. We're brothers. I know you always rule with me. Okay. How much of that 70 million plus votes do you think for Biden was more of a vote for we want Trump out versus we want Biden in. Oh, abs- I think this was absolutely. Uh, well, hey, I, so it's it's not just they want Trump out, but I also think that people do think that if you look at Biden's history he, and what he ran on, that he's going to be more likely to try to work with Republicans more. Um, I think if you had somebody like Hillary, isn't it like if Hillary would have reran, there's no the people don't like her. So you have to have somebody who's right. likable enough. But I also think more so than that, people are tired. People are tired of the way that he carries himself. I think people are tired of the division, even people in there. I think after this and, you know, as we get closer to you, hear more Republicans speaking out in the media. But I think after Trump is finally gone, you're going to hear more Republican governors and and stuff, not necessarily bash Trump because there's no point in that at that point. But I think you're going to see by the way that they act and the way that they um that they communicate and negotiate with with the democrats on certain things is going to change because a lot of that i think is keeping the integrity of the republican party rather than people like trump brings regardless of what you think about him you can't deny that he he is so divisive and he just brings so much negative attention to the light of the republican party i really think people were just tired of it i think more so than anything this was a vote to answer your question because i got sidetracked i didn't really answer your question i think more than anything else, it was a vote to get him the fuck out of there. But I think you also have to have the right candidate on the other side of him. Otherwise, people just they they'll rather just deal with the devil that they know. Yeah, I think I mean outside of Hillary Clinton, I, I think if it was Bernie Sanders, I think we would have got the same results. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if it would have been. I don't know if it would have been as one. I, well, this wasn't really one side. It was fucking very close mm-hmm. with Bernie Sanders. It might have been even closer, but I think it would have been the same result. Um, but like you said, I think it's a big part of them wanting Trump out. And also, I mean, I'm on the I'm you know I'm on the right side, but I have always loved Obama, and I I, I always love Obama regardless of what. Republicans say and whatever everyone ha- everyone has fucked up in their own ways. I know Obama has fucked up in his own ways, but I, I, overall for his eight years, I, I I loved him and I think he was one of our best presidents. And I think because clearly Obama was backing uh, Biden, obviously, and endorsing him, obviously, um, he got a little bit of the Obama rub, rub, I believe, as well. Yeah. And you know what's really crazy? I will last thing I want to say before we wrap this up. It's really something unexpected because Trump got a lot of the minority votes, in particular to like the the, the Hispanic community. Mm-hmm. The where he did where he lacked in his votes was from the the Caucasian, the white community, which I did not expect that at all. So I thought that was fucking interesting. Yeah. Like in in Florida, in Florida, um, Biden actually won. Miami, which is you know heavily heavily uh, uh, Hispanic community, mm-hmm. but in the whole state. Um, and in a lot of different areas, Trump was like massive with Hispanics for some reason. Yeah, I mean, a lot of there are actually more than you expect a lot of. And this is something that I read. So let me not act like I just have the inside. But I read something just on that and saying that a lot of uh, I think it's Colombian Americans who came over are diehard Republicans because that was the party that basically helped usher them in when they started coming in. So they're kind of. They just Makes go sense. Republican, almost regard uh, blindly following the family. I mean the the party, and that's like generational with them. So, um, 
And there was actually a young lady who spoke on that saying that, you know, she's not Republican, but her family, like for them to even think to not vote Republican is like you like get ostracized from the family because of it. So some of that's ingrained and you know how, so I I understand it, but it is, it is shocking. It's, it's shocking. This whole, the way this whole thing worked out and I had been on record saying that I, I didn't think there was any chance. I gave it a slight chance after like the black lives matter thing and people just being tired of it. But originally I didn't give it any chance that Trump was not going to get reelected. None, none. I didn't believe that it was not going to happen. Go ahead. Before George Floyd and COVID, yeah. I mean, yeah, George Floyd and COVID, I was predicting this would be one of the, and I think I probably said it on air on one of the shows that we did together, that this would be the largest margin of victory in the history of the election. Mm-hmm. But with COVID, and um, I, as bad as the George Floyd thing was, I honestly think Trump would have survived the George Floyd thing. But with, I think with COVID and the way the whole the whole thing has been handled, Democrats are obviously fed up with him, and a lot of Republicans are fed up with him as well. So he has really just a small portion, um, and 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 that's that. But um, if you don't mind, I want I think this is a perfect time for me to segue while keeping it into politics. I don't know if you heard this before, but there's a YouTuber, and uh, her name is Tana Monagal. I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's she's pretty pretty big. Uh, she was once married to Jake Paul, who's fucking gigantic okay. YouTuber, uh, Jake Paul and uh, Logan Paul, uh, the Paul brothers. But anyway, she was doing her own campaign and she was getting involved in 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 um, the elections. And I didn't r- really hear about this until like two days ago. So apparently, she went on her on her social media and she's you know have millions of followers all over the place. And uh, she was starting her own campaign called hashtag booty for biden <laughs> and what she, <laughs> what she was doing is if you could if you could prove that you voted for biden she would send you a nude picture and legit her only fans obviously blew up and people were she, she said she got millions of messages of people are like well i don't know whether they took their picture let me tell you something when i voted i don't know about you but when i voted i could have probably took a picture i could do whatever i wanted to do because there was like five like maybe five <laughs> people there if that so you could do anything so taking a picture is not out of the out of the uh, the realm anyhow so this whole thing blew up now but now it's getting a little bit serious because if you think about it that is in in a way like sort of bribery so now that you're talking about like first of all they've Take, they've demonetized her YouTube channel. They've unverified her. And now they're talking about maybe like the, the government is talking about possibly taking legal action, which she can go to, I believe it's like up to two years in jail and like a hundred thousand dollar fine, something to that effect, because you're not legally, you're not supposed to bribe anybody or fuck with them when it comes to votes or pressure anybody into not voting. So I know there's a lot there, but what do you think there? That, that, there's, there's, she, she, cause she's, at least by the way that you describe, I haven't seen it. Are saying prove that you voted for Biden to me isn't is saying that all right after you you already did what you did. So I don't, I don't know how much they're going to be able to prove with that. But the fact that people people are so fucking thirsty, like what does she even look like? Does she even have a booty? Because if you're not if you if she doesn't have an ass, you look look, up, look up right now. Let's get the live. What's uh, her name is T A N A. And the last name is like M O N O G E A U, something to that effect. You should come up. She's a YouTuber, and um, she's blonde. I don't know if you're into blondes. Um, I think she's cute. She's 22 I mean, years she, old. Yeah, she's not ugly at all. But yeah, she's not. She's not like a, a a ten, but she's also not like a five either. I guess. Okay. But I, I, like this is something that future president, like people running for office, need to think about. This is a campaign in its in itself, right there. And on top of that, one more thing I forgot to mention, mm-hmm. uh, a um, a uh, escort, I guess, saw her post and also started the campaign as well, where she was um, also going to give a free a free. She was actually giving a free what she called a booty pick if some if they can prove that, you know, they voted for Biden. And this was like an escort, like a prostitute posted on social media. Hashtag booty for Biden. Booty for Biden. All right, bro. What else we got? Um, what else we got? So I came across another, uh, like I told you before we, we recorded what I bring to this show is all the fucked up news. I don't bring anything of substance. <laughs> so that, that's just what I bring. I'm the comedy relief guy. Um, this is not really so much comedy, but just interesting. Mm-hmm. I order a lot from Amazon. Maybe not a lot. 
less than average, but my wife does. So I'm not really sure how this is fucking possible. You might know because maybe you order from Amazon more than I do, but apparently there was this woman where she or I don't know how she managed to get the return labels. I guess they give you like $3.99 return labels to send to Amazon when you're like canceling an order or some shit like that. I don't know how it works, Mm -hmm. but she was able to duplicate these shipping labels and return packages and get back. So she would basically get refunds $3.99 at a time from Amazon for her shipping something out. But she was actually using Amazon labels. I don't know. They not, I, I tried to. I looked at like twenty articles, and no one explains fine detail because they probably don't want anybody well, she to a seller like, or like, buyer. Because as a buyer, they don't. As a you can return it to Coles. They just give you like, or you drop it off at UPS. You really don't have to print out anything anymore. So she must have been the seller. Oh, you know what? That probably makes no. She might have been both because she had forty-one different accounts. She was selling and buying to herself. Yeah, that's okay, what she was I, doing. Now you, I understand. That's what she was that. doing. Okay. So she was. I'm sorry. I, now 41 accounts. I think it was 31, but she made about 41,000 transactions totaling it, the money she got totaling all of her her shipping refunds, 165k in a span of five years. Thoughts? God damn! How did she get caught? Like, how were they just irregularities? They just finally figured out. Like, damn, this lady's getting like. Because you would think that's hard to trace back. That's crazy, bro. So, I mean, and Amazon fucking Amazon stupid ass. They put out a statement saying like, oh, yeah, we're staying on top. We stay on top of our shit. And basically, like, we know what we're doing. We stay on top of our shit. Don't fuck with us. Yeah. But this chick took 165000 or whatever it is from you uh, since 2015 up until, like, I think they, they caught her in, like, uh, the end of August or something of this year. So I don't know how this was possible, but I saw that and I was like, holy shit, what kind of racket was she pulling? I'm assuming though, that after a while, there's gotta be some sort of flag on an account where, Oh, we've refunded this person X amount. I'm just, I'm just, you know, freestyling here. And maybe her account, one of the accounts got flagged. Like, Hey, we've refunded this lady. Like, you know, 15,000 or 20,000 in the last five years or something to that effect. And, you know, I'm sure something red flagged and gave them a notification. And then they probably figured out how, well, I don't know what happened. And they probably involved the FBI or whatever. So you got to think of it this way, right? And this, so again, I didn't read the article. So this, uh, but that's a dangerous game to play because imagine this, imagine even if it's just me or you, right? Let's just say it's me and you. So it's not even the same person. So let's say I buy something from you on Amazon, right? And right. I hope people don't try to use like this. This is not me endorsing anything. But let's say right. JB selling something on Amazon. Purposes. Exactly, it's selling something on Amazon. I order from you. You know it's me, right? So then, tech, my my card gets charged, right? So you get your money, um, okay, uh, or whatever. My card gets charged. Technically, right. you get your payment. Whatever it comes to you, it gets lost in the mail. Let's say it gets lost. Amazon will automatically return those the, that money back to me really but interesting and the, but the key thing is with that is that it, uh, like i'm trying to think how this fraud would work because i guess it would have to be yourself because okay so, let, so let's go take it back let's say it's it's me and me i'm buying something technically for myself so even though i'm sending the money out it just comes right back to me so then it gets lost amazon automatically recharges the funds and send it back Send, sends it back. I just got double payment off the same shit. That is some. Check out the ebook coming dropping next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's some crazy shit. I remember when I was in high school. Actually, mm-hmm. um, there was a guy and he would sell um, speakers, car like uh, car speakers, mm-hmm. and he would sell them on uh, Amazon. Wasn't a thing. This is I'm talking 2000. Yeah, around 2000 2001, and they weren't like as strict as they are now. And I, I don't even think Amazon was like a big thing in terms of purchasing shit online. eBay was the big thing back then. So what he would do is he would put like expensive speakers up as selling, but for decent prices, people would buy them, but he would go to like the swap shop here in Florida, which like for those who, who don't know, it's like a flea market. Basically he would buy some cheap ass speakers, put it inside the box and send it out. So now he has a receipt that he sent out X item. Mm-hmm. And back then, the way the, the thing went, it was if you're disputing something, if the person has a receipt showing that they sent out X item, yeah. then that's it. There's nothing you can do about it. And he ripped off so many people. I know, though, for a fact, he got he got something happened to him because I remember my senior year. He was also put, pulling another scam where <laughs> his dad, his dad was um, 
I don't know where his dad worked, but his dad had a shit ton of cell phones mm-hmm. for his employees. His dad owned a business, and um, he would cre- his dad had so many accounts he didn't keep track of. He would go under his dad's account and create accounts and get cell phones, and literally he would go and say, "Hey, I'll give you this cell phone for X. Like, give me five hundred dollars. You have a cell phone. You can call anywhere in the world, mm-hmm. unlimited. Never pay a bill." Because remember, it's under his dad's account, yeah. his dad's business account. And I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of ashamed to say this, but I was young. We, I got haircuts for a year for free because our barber did. I won't say who my barber was back then, <laughs> but all kinds of shit. But what happened was it caught up with him. Yeah. And I remember our senior year. I don't know if it was the MI or whatever, but they came to the school and they started questioning a bunch of us. And the last we heard of you he was like on the run in fucking Washington. I don't know what ever happened. <laughs> it was awesome. Crazy so shit. like it's, it's crazy the schemes people do because I, I had a friend um, – God. Well, I don't work there anymore, so I can't get fired. So, uh, remember, I used to my my first real job as an adult. I was stripper. No, uh, <laughs> so it was before I became the manager of the food and beverage department. I was just a normal beverage porter, right? So we we were in the suites of the Scott Trade Center. We used to only work in the suites, so we would run bottles, take bottles out to like these people who like booked season tickets in these suites. Like they fucking spent crazy thousands of dollars each fucking event big weeks yeah he would take the bottle so let's say you uh, uh expensive ass type of whiskey or whatever that's like five hundred dollars a bottle or whatever he would take the bottles from those go and buy whatever the cheapest whiskey the big bottle from sam's is refill them up because the bottles were empty and then go and sell them in the hood like in the neighborhood to like people like Hey, I got this bottle of such and such. Look up how much it costs. They'll look it up on their phone like, damn, oh. I ain't never heard of that. And he sell it to them. them he would just take the bottle. Yeah, he'll take the bottle, but he'd fill it up with the cheap. So if it's like a, a $300 bottle of whiskey, he's going to like Sam's and buying Dewar's, which is like fucking $30 yeah. for a handle, yeah, like filling, bucks, yeah. it, filling it up and then giving it to him. And they, because these people aren't familiar, they're not like whiskey, you know, pe- come on, bro. You know, like, you know, oh, people the say, the, exactly. They're the like, I'm drinking the good shit. Just. Because of the bottle, and they looked it up, and it's supposed to be expensive. So he's selling it to him for two and uh, one hundred and fifty and two hundred dollars, and he spent like thirty dollars on it. He did this shit for three years, bro. Three years. That's a good come up right there, yo. <laughs> but how, was he, how was he able to sneak the bottle out, like just under his, his I jacket? I mean, or because it, so us as the porters again. This is before I was in management, and I kind of I had to shut that shit. I knew the game, but I had to shut the shit down. When I became the manager, but um, so we would be the ones that went into the suites afterwards and we literally be working there because think about it, games go until like 10 or whatever we stay until they shut everything down by the time we're leaving at like 12 30 1 o'clock in the morning nobody's checking shit you throw a couple bottles True. in your backpack and then even if they the security was so cool even if you they did catch you they're not thinking you're using it for that you to drink some you, you, no i mean you know black people keep fucking empty bottles at, it's part of the culture we keep empty bottles and shit that we like so they, the security wouldn't say shit. It'd be like, oh, yeah, I just I like the bottle. I'm going to take it home. They'd be like, oh, okay, fuck it. It's not like you're stealing any alcohol. You're, you're technically only taking right. something that would have been thrown in the trash any fucking way. Anyway. So they're right. not tripping off of it. And he's going, filling that shit up and selling. It was crazy, bro. Fucking crazy. That is crazy, man. So many different fucking scams out there. We didn't even, this is what one thing I really love about this show. We we had nothing planned about talking about scams, and we turned this whole show into into fucking scams. It's crazy. But uh, all right, so let's get into. I know you. I know you. You say you had three things, so I think you got one more thing. But we're gonna hold off on that for a second. I just want to talk about yeah, absolutely because we're both big sports fans. Um, and NFL, bro. I don't know about you. This NFL season has sucked. Generally, there's been some good games. There's always gonna be some good games. So I'm not saying that, but generally, like. Me just where I used to be able to turn on whatever game was on Sundays and and just watch football. I have not felt like that this season for the most. But my team's doing pretty good though. Um, but basketball, basketball just ended. We just had the finals three weeks ago. I think was the, was when the finals ended. They have officially announced that the new season is going to start December twenty second. I think the draft is just in a couple of weeks. Um. Here shortly. crazy. Um, so like there's not even usually between the draft and the start of the new season, there's like three months. We're literally going from the draft and a month later, basically, is gonna be the start of the new season. So hats off to the rookies there because they're ass well, I guess they haven't been playing college basketball in a while either, so they're probably ready to go. But like, what do you think about the season starting so far? It's gonna be a 72 game se- season, so they're cutting off 10 games. And so that's 
that pretty much tracks. If you think of the season usually starts at the end of October and they probably most teams probably had 10 games played by time, if not 10 or 15 played. So if you're cutting off only 10 games, they're not really playing more per se, but it's still, still it's, finishing in April. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. But they're still coming back because they're still finished. So this is going to be the reset. That's why they're actually cutting back the number of games because ideally they're trying to go into this season, 72 games, and then they're back on the schedule as normal. So everything is going to be normal going into the, the following season, back to 82 games, everything normal off season. Um, damn, we haven't, are they traveling? Yeah, as of right now, at least what I read, they are planning to be back in there. They're not doing the bubbles. Um, right, okay. So I don't know if they're going to – they're probably not going to let fans in their arenas, but they're going to be back to traveling and being in their arenas. What do you think about the NBA season starting so soon? Man, that should – I mean, we, we talked just like for a minute about it before we we, uh, we went on air, but – you uh, know, in, in a way, I'm glad. Like honestly, bro, like I love fucking basketball, but with this, with since the COVID thing, I haven't got got myself to get into it. Mm-hmm. It just feels so weird without a crowd there. And the same thing with with football and football mainly. Also, my team is fucking horrible, which is the Jets. But um, I don't know. It's different. The only sport that I've really seen myself like being fine with, a- absolutely no problem, is uh, MMA. And mm-hmm. also, um, you know, you know, when they have the big events, tennis. Uh, for those who don't know, this is probably a surprise. I actually love tennis when they play like their their big Grand Slam tournaments. But UFC and MMA, because of they used to have this thing called the Ultimate Fighter, which is like a uh, like a reality show. And a lot of those fights, there was like 15, 10, 15 people in the building, so we were kind of used to that already. Mm-hmm. Football, you're used to seeing crazy people. Basketball, you know, there's nothing better than seeing, like, a team you're rooting for that's down, and then the crowd starts, they're at home, starts going crazy, and just, you know, the momentum is shifting and stuff, and all that is, like, missing. I know they got fake sounds and shit, but it's it's just not the same. To answer your question, though, because I know I've sidetracked it, I'm happy that they're coming back. I just don't know if I care enough to watch and like we talked about on one of the episodes before the ratings were down for the season the ratings were fucking horrible for the finals i I don't know if i I don't know if i care well the thing that's going to benefit them as far as like ratings and stuff goes that they're basically going to be back to when it every sport isn't going to be going on at the same time again they're going to kind of have their time like they usually do especially uh after the midway point it's like after the all-star break they're really like the only sport on other than hockey um so it seems like they're going to have that back which that could bode well for them. And reportedly, the reason why they wanted to get this season started in December rather than January is because it's like, uh, I don't want to misquote, but it's like $500 million, if not more than that. Maybe it was, it was probably in the billions. I know there was a five in there. It's probably $5 billion, honestly, if I'm being honest. Uh, difference between um, starting in January versus starting just a couple of weeks earlier in December. What's interesting Shit. is just how condensed everything is. And this is the part that does make me excited because I, I, I'm a basketball fan all year round. I love the offseason, love the draft. The draft is November 18th. The season starts December 22nd. So that means in less, right out a month, basically, but the season has to start. I, I, I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. You said the draft was December 18th? No, the, the draft is November 18th. So it's in, so it's in 12 days. So have they days. done the lotto yet? Yeah, they, yeah they've been did the lotto, bro. What pick, what pick did the Knicks get? Do you know? Uh, six, I think. A fucking course. Yeah. How the fuck do we never get one? Anyway, continue. <laughs> um, if y'all got one, bro, you'd fuck it up. So just don't even worry about it. No, we got a number one pick. We fucking drafted Patrick in 1984, <laughs> yeah. for Christ's sake. But um, but yes, we would fuck it up. <laughs> I mean, shit, you guys had Porzingis and couldn't keep him happy. That was a fucking unicorn right there. Porzingis is a fucking waste. Bro, fuck Porzingis. You crazy. Take, uh, out, take out, take out, take out um, Doncic, and they ain't got shit. Bro, I don't know. I like Porzingis. Like, I'm not saying he's not a defensive, but he he takes a lot of pressure off by what he's able to do offensively when he's on. You're crazy, bro. You're crazy, man. You're fucking crazy. You just hate him because he left your fucking team. He was like, look, I'm out of this we shit. We didn't want him. We didn't want his ass. Oh, that's a place. fucking lie, bro. Oh, you talking about when never, you drafted think, him? Yeah, you guys didn't want him when you no, drafted no, no, him. We didn't, when we drafted him, we didn't want him. And honestly, like a couple seasons in, I was like, this is, bro, you've been watching basketball long enough. You can look at somebody and be like, yo, this dude is championship caliber. I never once got that feeling like, yo, this is the dude that's going to take us to a title. Never. 
Even with the right pieces. Oh never. no! I mean, not him alone. You need Przingis is one of those. He's players, a number three of a you, trio. He could be number two, but you need one player better than him, and then another player at least equally as good as him. For, for yeah, I give you that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's 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 not a he's not a like one. He's, he's not a one. Yeah. He's he can be two A and two B. Um, you guys actually draft eighth, so I gave you some. <laughs> um, but. We're gonna so, draft like some fucking guy from like Namibia. Uh, no, I mean you guys are probably gonna get Denny. Uh, but um, so we get the draft November eighteenth. So between the draft, we're gonna get the NBA draft, a full free agency that's usually six six weeks by itself is usually free agency. We're gonna get NBA draft and that four weeks before the season starts. It's going to be cr- this off season is going to be fucking at a breakneck pace bro it's gonna be crazy and who's the who's the hottest um free agent this year who is uh, ad technically but we all pretty much think ad is going back ad's a free agent yeah he's a free agent this oh, year. oh my bro. bad my bad my bad what you when you yeah i'm sorry when you said ad my mind registered as kevin durant as KD. oh That's what I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um next year is gonna be fucking interesting because next year you got Giannis and you got a bunch of other dudes coming out but yeah um anthony davis is definitely gonna resign i, I don't see him leaving yeah. unless there's a lot of shit going on internally that we don't know about that's true um there's a, there's a, i mean we've seen before people who leave uh playing with lebron because they just the attention like they they kind of want to we've seen Kyrie do it i'm not saying uh, ad seemed to be to get along better with LeBron than 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 um Irving did, but you know, I guess we'll see. Uh but nonetheless, it it's it's just gonna be really interesting and I really can't wait. Um I I the thing is I think a lot of players I think we're gonna see a lot of one year deals only because the NBA cap isn't didn't rise because of the COVID and everything going on. So there's not gonna be like a huge number of like space or whatever. So I think we're gonna see a lot of one year deals. Even if team if players do leave and go to another team I think it's going to be a one-year deal with maybe an option in next free agency. The 2021 free agency is going to be bananas because we're going to get a lot of the players from this one and then the players that were supposed to be next year too. But No, I agree with you. I, I think before COVID, the 2021 uh, free agency was going to be crazy, mm. and now you're adding – like you said, we might get a lot of one-year deals and shit like that. It's going to be fucking insane. It's, it's going to be ridiculous to see what happens. Definitely. All right, bro, but that's it I got on the NBA season, man. What else you got for tonight? Um, I just got one last thing. Um, uh, nothing big or anything, or I should say not big, but if I can understand correctly, I think you you, you have both Xbox and PS5, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Xbox and PlayStation, right? Yeah. You use both. So I've always been a PlayStation guy. I have every PlayStation that ever came out. And what do you, I'm just getting, cause we've never really talked gaming ever uh, on this uh, podcast. And what are your thoughts about what's going on with the PS five and it being sold and not being available, like literally anywhere, like I mean, just it's, it's, nowhere. Well, the thing is, it's Best not, buy. It's, not a, it's not available for pre-order. And they've already said, like, even if you call Best Buy, they'll tell you there's going to be a lot of units on hand. You just kind of have to go well, at midnight. Go ahead. Best Buy, made, sorry, Best Buy made a, um, a statement saying they may not have any PlayStation fives until 2021. Bro, I'll tell you right now, that's all, I honestly and truly believe hype. in my heart. It's this is this is all to build hype so that it, it feels like that thing people have to go out and buy. Like we live in we're in a pandemic. People are, are still a lot of people are out of, out of work. They're going to fucking have even if it's a second wave. Like this is the way that I see it going. There's going to be a, a lot of magically a lot of ones when the pre-orders come in. That's gonna, that's going to be like this store has 20. This store has X, Y, Z, but you have to get here at midnight or whatever. There's going to be that. And then you got to think this is coming out before Black Friday. Do you think, do you think that PlayStation is not going to have a Black Friday deal for the fucking one of the biggest? Absolutely. This is all so that on Black Friday, when people are, when they, when they can say, hey, each Best Buy is going to have 100 PlayStation 5s and that line is going to be long as shit. This is, this is all built to do that, bro. I, I like yeah. I don't believe shit I, with that. I can see that angle, and you know when I was reading the article today, and I just want to get your thoughts because mm. I don't know. I was thinking the same way, and I'm like, man, man I might be too much of a conspiracy theorist or something. Mm. But you, so clearly, you you and I are in the same page. Because as I'm reading this, I'm thinking like they're just trying to build hype. But you know what's the first? I know this is gonna sound weird as fuck. Mm. You know what's the first thing that came to my mind while reading this? 
the Popeye's chicken sandwich when people were going fucking shit crazy and, you know, over that. And they built this big hype. And everybody, I, uh, by the way, up until this day, so I'm not eating it. I don't know what it tastes like. But, like, people are fucking stabbing people over the chicken sandwich and shit. <laughs> so it, it was, it's kind of the same hype, which I think is, from a business standpoint, fucking brilliant. Because yeah. they're going to sell a shit ton of PS5s. Um, but like you said, I think is there's no way Black Friday is going to come around and they're not going to have PS5s available. They have t- probably tons and tons of PS5s, but they're put they're probably putting it out in waves because they're building demand. Yeah, I went on eBay just for just for shits and giggles. They're selling for like eleven hundred dollars. I saw nine hundred ninety five dollars. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? You you wilding right now? No, I'm not. I'm I'm gonna wait. I'm, I'm definitely gonna get. I, I would say my birthday's in December. My birthday's December fifth. By my birthday, I'm definitely gonna have one. I, I just yeah go ahead yeah I really want one. Usually, how my purchase of a PlayStation works mm-hmm. is like whenever a new Grand Theft Auto comes out, I buy a new PlayStation <laughs> with the game. <laughs> but I God knows when we're getting another fucking. Well, actually, they're no, they're working on, this, on it. There, yeah. yes, yes, and I'm really fucking excited because there's been rumors that the the layout is going to be like the Vice City layout, which is my favorite Grand well, Theft. I know oh, me, we talked about. I know me. I you talked, we talked about, about this story. We talked about that just generally. We weren't to get. It was our talk after a pod. How we talk for okay. like 15 minutes after we get done. Recording. We talk so much. I don't even know what's but, what anymore. But I I remember you saying that. But then I read something, and I wish I would have saved the article. I'll try to find it again. That they're actually going to be doing GTA World. Which it's every city. Makes up. It's oh. every city that that's been Sick. in, bro. If they do that, because you got to think they with the new systems, you can definitely do that. I mean, we already in the most recent one, you did get a little bit of, uh, and everyone builds off top of each other when you think about it, right? Because San Andreas, you were able to, you had San Andreas, you had Los Venturas, you went back to stuff like that. Then in GTA Five, which came out on the PlayStation uh, Four, Four, you did for a while go. You you went back to Vice City for a second. It was for one mission. You got off a plane. You right. did it. But then you had where the, was it again? The setting I forgot. That was back in San Andreas. So that was back in in okay. Yeah, but I really think that this GTA World thing, if it's if that's true, bro, you're you're not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm telling you, you're gonna have to text me and be like, hey, bro, I haven't heard from you for a week. For a week, what the fuck have you been doing, bro? <laughs> I won't be texting you. I'll be messaging you on PSN because <laughs> I'll be right on that shit too. <laughs> So yeah, I've I've heard a rumor. I've I've read a, actually a couple sites from that. And if they do that, and what I was reading said like with the power of the PlayStation uh, Five and everything that they can do, that that would technically be easy to do in some way. Like you wouldn't have huge worlds in each city, but if you can do it to where like it's Las Ventura, it's San Andreas, it's it's uh Vice City, Liberty City, Liberty City is like you're going to all of them, bro. That'd be amazing, man. Have they given even like a small indication of an ETA at all? Like even end of twenty twenty one, anything or no? The biggest thing that I that I read as far as like a confirm is that they were hiring a bunch of graphic designers, and it specifically said for the next Grand Theft Auto game. So uh, who's who's who, who's doing it? Who's the creator? It's always the same people, bro. It's always Rockstar. It's still Rockstar. Yeah. It's okay. Rockstar. Yeah. So. Cool. Good times, bro. That's all I got. That's Good all times. I got, man. Last topic that I we remember, have. Go ahead. I was about to say I remember. Um, and I, it might've been uncharted four where there was a piece of time where both of us were on the PlayStation for like a hot minute. Do you remember? Like you used to play places like a motherfucker. Yeah, and so I did I. Yeah. Cause I would always like go and check like, Oh, let me see what percentages he's on on this shit. <laughs> and you were playing like a bunch of games. And I was, so was I, I think it was around during uncharted four times, probably, but I don't really remember. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I, I, so lately I used before podcasting, you could have saw me on there all the time. That was like literally what I, I read books. And I play video games, but now that I have this whole little fucking media thing, like it's it, my my game playing goes up in spurts according to a major release. Like when that Spider Man game came out, I was on PlayStation like all the fucking time. I love that game. I I just went back and played it again uh, like a couple of days ago with Alan. I fucking love that game. Um, and then I have a couple up there now that I need to finish that I started that I just I need to finish before the PlayStation Five comes out. But yeah, did you get Last of Us? Oh, bro, come on. You know I got last. That's my that's my favorite of last generation. Don't spoil anything. I haven't played it. The you haven't played one either yet. one? Oh, you played the first one? Though. No, no, I played the first one, yeah. Oh, the second one? Fuck, bro. You'll know when you get to it. Message me your reaction when you get... Just You'll know. I'm saying when you get to it, you'll know what it is. Yeah, like, that's the thing, like... 
I'm dying to play the game, mm -hmm. but like I gave Q my PS4, yeah. and I don't want to go and like when I when I bought the house last year, I gave Q my PS4, and I don't want to go buy another fucking PS4 oh, when PS5 well is is right here. Yeah. So that's why I want to wait, and then when I get it, the literally the first two games I'm getting is Last of Us, and I'm also getting the UFC Four. Um, there's really nothing else that I can remember off the top of my head that I've been wanting to play. Last of Us, I've been wanting to play, mm -hmm. and I heard really good things about it as well. Yeah. All right, bro. Uh, last topic that we have today, uh, Johnny Depp, and it seems like we do a lot of a lot of husband wife things. So he, what a way to close the show. Yeah, exactly. Well, this I saved. It, I didn't want it to kill the energy. How can you bring the the shit that we the fuckery that we talk about? How can you pick the energy back up after talking to, about something like this? So the true the the, it, the judgment did go against him. It looks like he was abusive to his ex wife Amber Heard, and uh, we don't we we can talk a little bit about that because you know hitting a woman in any case. We both have hard stances on that's a no fucking go. I really don't care what happens to you after that. Um, so he recently got he's now pulled from the Fantastic Beasts franchise, which is a spinoff of the Harry Potter franchise. He's actually the main oh. villain in there. Um, and then also they were supposed to be making another Pirates of the Caribbean. That's Disney. I can't see Disney making Johnny Depp a main character after something like this. This is Disney we're talking about. So what do you, how do you think this affects Johnny Depp is one of the best actors of a generation right he's one of the, the the last bankable superstar actors of that generation or whatever great actor what do you think this does for the rest of his career kills him i mean this dude has like were he were he 25 30 years old i would say he could redeem himself in 10 15 years mm -hmm. i don't know how old johnny depp is but i have to Yes, he's in his 50s because yeah. this dude has been around since fucking mid 80s. He was in the original Nightmare on Elm Street. He yeah. was in uh, was his for first those, role, right? Um, I, I don't know if it was his first ever role, but his first movie role. And um, I know he was on 21 Jump Street for those who remember, mm -hmm. the, you know, the real ones who remember back in the day, he was on 21 Jump Street. So he's got to be in his 40s or like late 40s or, or 50s. So, and the thing with that Pirates of Caribbean, forget about that. That is done. Yeah. That Pirates of Caribbean thing is done because Disney does not fuck around with stuff like that. I remember, um, oh man, what's that chick's name? Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway had a pretty good deal with uh, Princess Diaries, which I believe was with Disney. And she came out with Havoc. We're literally in Havoc. She showed her nipples from like, like her tits like, for like maybe two, like, two minutes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe less than that, to be honest. And that's it. They cut everything. Yeah. So. I would I would say this issue with Johnny Depp and Anne Hathaway, no offense to her, is nowhere in the same league as Johnny Depp. So some titties versus Johnny Depp. There's no way Pirates Caribbean that might this might be the very end of Pirates Caribbean franchise unless they recast somebody, which can also be a a, I mean, a, 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 a viable thing because there's so much money behind that machine. Well, they have so many characters there that. Orlando True. Bloom's part of that. Like they, they can continue with that. Like there's a, there's a, a way that they can keep their franchise going without needing depth. Um, I think it would have to be basically like a soft reboot or something. They they still need a pirate character, but um, it's fucking Pirates of the Caribbean, so you have to have a pirate <laughs> character. Um, but I think uh, yeah, John and I looked it up while you were talking. Johnny Depp is 57 years old, so you got to think. Even if he goes away for two, three years, he's coming back as a 60 year old actor. I mean, it's possible. Don't get me wrong. Like I, every, we live in a area in a time in Hollywood and just in media in general that like people have such short attention spans that I really do think like I know you said like go away for like five or ten. I don't. I don't think it'll take. It takes that long. I think honestly, two solid years of him not being in the media after this dies down, I think he could come back. Now he can't come back to to a Disney franchise. That's not going to happen. Right. But he can come back and maybe act in a thriller. Uh, yeah, it's something like that. So I definitely think he's going to make a comeback. But if his people are smart or if he is finish this out, don't even addition or do anything for any type of if people come. If somebody doesn't care and they're like, John Depp, we got the perfect role for you. Fuck it. Do it. I'm not saying don't do that. But as far as like him being like this star two two years, three, three tops before I think that somebody feels comfortable taking a chance on him again. Yeah, and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to diminish or or minimize um, what he's done because, like you said, we both have a hard stance on that. Mm -hmm. You know, when you know, anyway, women that's that's definitely not a thing. But we've seen people do way fucking worse shit and come back from it. Yeah. Way worse shit than this and come back for it. And again, Johnny Depp, you spoke of the sort of level he's on. He's like a 
top tier one of guys, you know, he's not a mid Carter to quote a wrestling yeah. term. So um, yeah, two, three years, he'll definitely be back. Not Disney, but he'll be back and um, he'll be back. And people will, at that time when he comes back, people will bring this up again yeah. for maybe three months, four months, five months. And then you'll never hear from it ever again. Yeah. So, and then he'll just continue to make millions again, and, and that exactly, you know keeps going. Exactly. I mean, he's probably making so much off residuals at this point. Like he's not going to be hurt. Royalties, yeah, yeah, uh, he'll yeah. be okay. Because uh, you know, I don't think any anyone should completely lose their livelihood because they made a mistake. And you know, and to to the and again, hard stance hitting a woman in any shape, form, or fashion is wrong. And I throw him under the bus. I'm just that's my hard stance. But I do want to I do want to point out the fact that it's also been proven, I think, in the case early, because it's been going on for years, that she had times of also being abusive to him. So that, this this is a whole nother fucking episode. But, yeah. bro, that is one thing also that, like, I feel never gets shined on, mm -hmm. though, like, no. For years and years and years, where women actually beat men, as much as that might sound fucking weird, mm. it's true that does go on. But you never really hear about it too much or see about it, especially in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, that's the topic that I don't think we need to touch on in this episode. Maybe in a future episode. Right. Um, but uh, that's it, bro. I got nothing left, man. Nah, that's it. That's all I got. Well, that's this has been another episode of My Brother's Keeper, uh, a podcast about any and everything, and we just we talk our shit. This is you're joining in a conversation between two people who are truly family at this point. So I hope you guys enjoy JB. Go and give him your social media. I can be reached on Twitter at the P One JB. That's at T H E P One JB. And you can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H A I Z E. You can not follow us collectively because we have yet to make a social media for this podcast, but we do have an email. You can send any emails to us to uh, brotherskeeperpod at gmail.com. Uh, that's been it. This has been another week of My Brother's Keeper. We'll possibly, I think, safe to say, probably be back for a couple of weeks in a row, especially with like all this shit going on. Uh, so, Feel safe in saying you'll hear from us next week. If not, shortly thereafter. But this has been My Brother's Keeper. We out. Peace. Peace. In a little tent. Oh, and just like the river I've been running. Every since. It's been a long, long time coming.